0: Hello, this is Z from Easy, the English Zone, a place where you can learn, practice, and improve your English the easy way. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to another topic. In today's episode, again, I'm actually recording from my car. For three reasons, actually. Reason number one, To make a point to all the listeners out there that there are so many things that we can do with our smartphones. There's all these crazy things that we can do with our phones and that we don't need fancy software programs and computer programs and a fancy studio to... To do things we're passionate about, because there are so many things that these smartphones have to offer. Reason number two: in my car, there is no echo. There's no echo, right? It's like a studio, and uh, the sound comes out really, really good. And uh, so I love recording in my car. And reason number three is because. I get all these ideas when I'm in my car, especially when I'm driving. I'm not driving right now. That would be dangerous. But when I'm driving, I get all these ideas and inspirations that I can make stuff from later on. And so wherever you find your inspiration, stick to that and visit that inspiration spot often to get your creativity going. And I'm so excited about today's topic. So let's get started. Do you ever think about your daily actions? Do you ever think about the things that you do that you don't even think about? Like riding a bicycle or brushing your teeth or driving to work. What was the first thing that you did this morning? You opened your eyes. Haha, funny. No, but really, was it checking your phone, checking your Facebook and Instagram notifications, or was it taking a shower, going for a run, drinking a glass of water? What was it? If the first thing that you did after you woke up was making your bed, that wasn't probably the first time you made your bed. Or that probably means you have built a habit of making your bed every morning. Whatever you did, did you think about it or did you do it without thinking? Was it more automatic? There are so many things that we do every day without thinking, whether good or bad, not because we remember them, but because they have become habits. They are automatic behaviors. That is what I will talk about in this episode. I am going to do a book review about one of my favorite Books, The Power of Habit, a new part of my podcast, Book Review, my favorite or my top books for success and personal growth and development. That's what I will be doing. And I chose this book as the first one. It is studying human behavior and trying to figure out why we do what we do in our daily life. And The Power of Habit, Dewey, the author, Charles Dewig, brings to life a whole new understanding of human nature and its potential for transformation, its potential for change. The Power of Habit contains an exhilarating argument. Exhilarating, exciting argument. The key... exercising regularly, losing weight, raising exceptional children, becoming more productive, building revolutionary companies and social movements, and achieving success is understanding how habits work. In other words, if you want to become successful at something, you have to understand and figure out your daily habits and how habit works. If you want to build a company, if you want to become the leader of a country, you have to understand how habit works. Along the way, if you read the book, you will learn why some people and companies struggle to change despite years of trying while others seem to remake themselves overnight. In the book, you will also discover how the right habits were crucial to the success of Olympic swimmer Michael Phelps, Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz, and civil rights hero Martin Luther King Jr. By harnessing this new science, we can transform our businesses, our communities, and our lives. This book talks about how to start new habits, how new habits can overwrite or replace old ones. It teaches us how one simple habit in a person can have a huge impact in his or her life, how some companies or organizations became successful because of the habits they had or the new ones they built in the organization on a bigger scale or on a bigger picture, how communities and societies also run on habits. Our habits affect the people around us, you know, and uh, the people around us are the community and the society at large. Habits aren't only actions. Habits are our way of thinking, our feelings. And as the book emphasizes, habits shape our lives far more than we realize. And they obviously shape our way of thinking and our feelings. They shape our community and society. And that's the scary or the fascinating part. Because Um, 40 to 45 percent of the decisions we make every day are not decisions. They're actually habits. And with habits, your brain is kind of turning off. This is one thing that I would like to mention in this book that is going to probably make you want to read the book. It talks about three very important parts of a habit three parts one is the cue the routine and number three reward that means it's the cue and the reward that influence how habits function or how habits work i will give you some examples so but in this book you will learn about yourself, about your brain, your behavior, and of course your habits. And if you take action to create new, effectively good habits, your whole life will change dramatically. Every habit has a cue. Q. Cue, Q, the word cue, C-U-E. A good example for cue is if you want to go running in the morning, a good example for cue would be putting your running shoes on site, like at, right at your door or next to your bed, next to your door, etc. Or if you want to read before you sleep or right after you wake up, then put your favorite book on your nightstand so you can see it and remember to read it. So that's the first part about habit. cue. You need something uh, to remind you of a habit or starting a habit. But the crazy thing is when you have a habit, whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, It's always the cue that initiates that habit. For example, if you are a smoker, if you smoke cigarettes, the cue for smoking a cigarette might be the lighter that's in your pocket. Like if you have a lighter in your pocket, maybe you touch it and then you go, oh, I need to smoke a cigarette. So that's a cue. Or you are with some of your friends and you see them, they are smoking. That's a cue remind you right or social media like facebook instagram snapchat etc every time you get a new notification and it pops up on your phone it shows on your phone on the screen like a like a comment or a message you get the urge that you have to check it (laughs) like you have a feeling that forces you to check it and so that's that's the cue right it pushes you to start the habit of checking your checking your phone. It's the cue that triggers the action that makes you act or makes you that makes you do the thing, right? So you need the cue or you have a cue that triggers the action to perform the habit. What's the best thing to do to avoid this temptation? turn off notifications from settings right go to settings and turn off notification so you don't get that notification on on the screen so uh and that notification like i said is a good example of a cue and after checking it and clearing the notification you probably feel satisfied like ah 200 likes nice that's a good example of Reward that's the third part of habit. The second part of habit was routine, cue, routine, reward. That's the habit loop, the habit circle. And the routine is like the process of doing the habit that gets you to the reward. I learned a lot in this book, I learned a lot about. The connection and the difference between memory and habit. Like I mentioned earlier, a lot of times we do things not because we remember it, but because they have become our habits. Driving, brushing our teeth, going to the gym, reading, smoking, drinking alcohol, gambling, etc., They can be good habits or bad habits. If they have become a habit, we do them without thinking. There's a benefit and a risk from that. If it's a good habit, such as reading or working out, then it will lead to success and well-being and probably wealth too. If it's a bad habit, such as gambling or drinking alcohol, then it will lead to failure or self-destruction or other dangerous outcomes. Like, that's one thing that I am trying to build. The habit of recording more episodes to my podcast. I have to build the habit of recording more consistently. So I need the cue and then the routine and the reward. Maybe, the re, maybe my reward is when a lot of people benefit from my podcast and I see a lot of positive feedback from the listeners. That might be a, a really good reward for me. Another example about the idea of habit like, uh, like we said, when something becomes a habit, then we don't think about it. Think about professional athletes like uh, basketball players, uh, soccer players. They do crazy dribbles and all these crazy uh, tricks and they score these amazing goals, etc. But something normal for them. They do it so fast without thinking. Like a player like um, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi or other players, they do all these crazy things. But if you probably asked him, if you ask one player, Wow, how did you do that? You say, uh, I don't know, I just did it. <laughs> because it's probably become a habit. They don't think about it. We don't think about driving when we drive, right? So they don't think about doing all those crazy things because they do it every day. It becomes so fast, they don't think about it. In this next segment, I am going to read a short story from the book, A very short story that is really touching. It's a very inspiring and at the same time very sad story about a man with memory loss. His name was Eugene. And Eugene survived a brain injury that damaged the part of his brain that holds memory. And injury was caused by a disease So because of this disease that damaged a big part of his brain, he couldn't remember anything for more than a few seconds. You can read the story in more detail and there's a lot more to the story in the book when you read it. The crazy thing about the story and about Eugene is the brain damage did not affect his basal ganglia the part of the brain that controls body movements and habits in other words even though Eugene could not remember anything he could still build new habits wow so Dr. Larry Squire and his team they performed a lot of experiments on Eugene and The experiments demonstrated that Eugene had the ability to form new habits. Even when they involved tasks and objects he couldn't remember for more than a few seconds. And this explained how Eugene managed to go for a walk every morning. Obviously, the cues. Remember I explained the cue in order for him to go for a walk he needed a cue and the cues for example certain trees on corners or the placements of particular mailboxes on the street the cues were consistent every time he went outside so even though he couldn't recognize his house his habits always guided him back to his front door. It also explained why Eugene would eat breakfast 3 or 4 times a day, even if he wasn't hungry. As long as the right cues were present, such as his radio or the morning light through his windows. He automatically followed the script dictated by his basal ganglia. And that's the sad and crazy part about habits, right? He, he couldn't even remember what he was doing. And he would eat breakfast. He's sitting on his chair. He see, he's listening to the radio, and he doesn't remember that 10 minutes ago, he ate breakfast. But because of the new habit that he has built, or because of the new habits that he had built, he would just get up, go to the kitchen, and make breakfast. 10 minutes later, make breakfast again because of the cues. and And this... This was a very touching story in the book for me because a lot of uh, fascinating human behaviors are dictated by our habits, are caused and influenced by our habits. And it's very important to, to kind of be aware and conscious about our behaviors and our habits in order to be able to control them and try to manipulate our habits, build new habits, form new habits in order to be able to become more consistent and build more consistent behaviors and habits towards our success. And, uh, and this was a... It, it's a very... It's a really, really good book that will help you learn about your behavior more and to help you become more aware of your daily behaviors and to understand and figure out how to try to kick some bad habits that you have and replace them with good habits like uh, reading, going to the gym, practicing English, listening to podcasts, eating healthy. This book also kind of made me think about the part of the brain that controls, you know, it also, you know, basal ganglia, that part of the brain that controls habits and body movements and things like that. It just made me think maybe there's a part of language that is controlled by basal ganglia because uh, a lot of times if you practice a language if you practice English so much then that becomes kind of like a part of you when you speak the language when you're very very fluent like right now for example I'm my English is not my native language but I have practiced I have practiced it so much and I've you know spoken it so much that I speak without thinking I don't think about the grammar and so that's another thing about language learning you know practicing every day speaking every day and it just becomes automatic and you just speak automatically other behaviors you just do it automatically I chose this book as the first top 10 books of mine for success and personal development because it's related to habit and it's you know in the end of the year we always think about new year's resolutions new goals new habits so I hope this book will help you think about your new goals for the new year or for the new decade I hope this episode will encourage you to read that book if it's at your english level because this book requires a higher level of english proficiency advanced level or higher intermediate towards advanced level or master level in order to understand it clearly and i hope that will help you i hope that will encourage you to to read the book and that will help you change your life for the better. And I hope that this episode will help you and encourage you to build new habits and become more successful. I'm going to end this episode with a few questions. Some comprehension questions about the, the Eugene story. And uh, here we go this one if you paid close attention to the story to the eugene story then you will hopefully understand and be able to answer the questions with me all right here we go 10 questions and answers what did eugene survive he survived a brain injury What part of his brain was damaged? Well, the part of his brain that holds memory was damaged. So he couldn't remember anything. How long could he remember something? How long could he remember something? He could only remember something for just a few seconds. Very sad. What part of his brain did the virus not damage? Well, two words. Basal ganglia. B-A-S-A-L- Ganglia. G A N G L I A. So, his basal ganglia was not damaged. What does basal ganglia control? Well, basal ganglia is the part of the brain that controls body movements and Habits. So they did a lot of experiments on Eugene. What did. I bit my tongue. How oh, that hurts. Okay. <laughs> what did the experiments that Dr. Squire performed demonstrate? Well,. The experiments demonstrated that Eugene had the ability to form new habits, even when they involved new tasks and objects he couldn't remember for more than a few seconds. What were the cues that always guided Eugene home when he went for a walk? that's a long answer or probably a little tricky the cues were certain trees on corners or the placement of particular mailboxes in his neighborhood could he recognize his house could he recognize his house no he couldn't but even though he couldn't recognize his house His habits always guided him back to his front door. What did this explain? What did this mean? Well, this explained why Eugene would eat breakfast three or four times a day even if He wasn't hungry. The cues explain that. As long as the right cues were present. What were the cues for Eugene's breakfast habit? Well, the cues for Eugene's breakfast habit were... His radio or the morning light through his windows. After seeing these cues, he automatically followed the routine and would go and make breakfast. And that's the scary part. And that's the end of questions and answers. The end of the questionnaire. Um, I hope that you will be able to... I hope that you were able to understand this episode. Your English was... Your English is at a level to understand this episode. And I also heard... I also hope that you... You learned a lot from this episode. You learned some lessons about how amazing how amazing life can be with all the abundance that we have, all the potential that we have and we can do, all the habits that we can build, all the goals that we can accomplish because of the new routines that we can develop and and there's always more room for growth and development to accomplish more to achieve more dreams, achieve more, realize more dreams and achieve more goals. And I hope this will help you get there. Thanks for listening guys. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me the email is in the description and also if you like this episode please please share them with your friends on social media so that they can also benefit from my podcast thanks for listening have a nice day and happy new year